This is the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at The Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. Yep, 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 yep. Welcome back. Welcome back. Today we are just launching. <laughs> uh, this feels different man <laughs> feels different <laughs> feels different man just just the, the relaxing in this room today i don't even know if we have the energy to deliver because <laughs> <laughs> it's a different environment it's a different environment man it's a different environment but oh, but definitely man we, we need this we need this canon yes sir ah good to see you people have been complaining <laughs> well, they be yeah i we, we've had your cries <laughs> Your prayers have been answered and I'm back. You are back. <laughs> I think I need to disappear for people to complain too. Yeah. I don't, I doubt. Yeah, people want to complain. I doubt. <laughs> they don't miss you till you're gone. Listen, listen, I saw you they don't even miss you. You they just pray <laughs> that you show up. <laughs> hey, listen to viewers. I know you're wondering why we have not you have not been seeing these handsome faces. Um <laughs> But you've had the deep voices yeah. <laughs> uh, behind the cameras and all that stuff. But it's because the previous episodes we have been, uh, you know, working with uh, a generation that's slightly a little bit younger, mm-hmm. and uh, we 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 understand the importance of just being able to um, to follow rules. Right. You know, if someone is underage, we don't want to put their faces out there. Yeah, we want to so. make sure that we protect them because uh, we know it's not all of you are nice <laughs> some of you be commenting yeah. stuff down some, there some, some of you be coming after us coming after us right say, you know we have to so, play it by the rules yeah. Yeah. so but after I do, doing my background check all these guys were over 18 <laughs> <laughs> so we had to come back <laughs> and we don't need any any introductions really no no anybody no. who has followed us you don't need any introductions you don't need any introductions of course if you do if you in case you're joining us the first time the guy on the far right is um man you see my uh, <laughs> he is uh, is Kenan uh, you know one of the hosts we have uh the main man there's a reason he's the main in man. the middle man and he has the the, you know, the, the, the wider chair the wider chair because <laughs> he you has know. wide ranging thoughts <laughs> i know i saw man our brother our yeah. friend um you know we always enjoy it's so hard and very rare you know to get this guy it's like some of those animals that are extinct you really when you see them once in a blue moon you're excited <laughs> like that's iso today there was an iso sighting iso sighting right so we're, we're glad oh, to have yeah. iso and, back and here we've had iso twice in a year twice. that is a that's that, a problem we 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 already doing we're well. doing we are doing something right, right. Oh. But I want to oh, celebrate I, I want to celebrate and say you know for those of you Aizo has done a podcast with us in the past powerful one of the most impactful you know yeah. stories that he has shared uh, we want to continue celebrating his journey uh you know from gra- from grass to grace mm-hmm. uh his journey through uh struggle with alcohol his journey through hitting the rock bottom and um you know he is today he is today redeemed reformed revived given a second chance and is sailing through it so aizo yeah. always a pleasure to see you man you know, thank one, you one thing i want to i i usually ask i think yes. he might he mm-hmm. will confess that mm-hmm. every time i talk to aizo mm-hmm. i ask him aizo are you sober mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. right yes every and, time and and what is your answer yes yes this is and we want to say this to say that mm-hmm. you know uh we, we have not arrived you mm-hmm. know It's a journey. It's a working progress. But we want to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Want to celebrate the milestone. So, Aizo man, Aizo has yeah. been sober how long? Six years? Six years now. 
Yep. Yeah. Six years okay. in on March 8th. Keep celebrating. Uh, we just passed. So yeah. We're, we're going to start doing a so podcast this, every March 8th. Yeah. <laughs> this, March this, 8th, yeah. Uh, March yeah. 8th. This, you even called me yeah, uh, think, around I, the same around time. Around the same time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He did. Oh. He did. Ezi yeah. needs to work on his Ezi, yeah. <laughs> Ezi, I, he Ezi, I've, I've improved I've exposed Ezi. him. I've, I've, improved, I've exposed yeah. him. <laughs> but anyways, hey viewers, today we're gathered here. Uh, mm-hmm. Just want to have, you know, a meditational talk. Meditational yeah. talk. You know, many a times we just talk, we just present, we just, you know, we just come here and share. But we want to just take time and step back and, 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 and you know, meditate. Yeah. So gentlemen, yes, yeah. got to start this with a question for you all. Mm. <laughs> I gotta and, start a question. And disclaimer, Izzy yeah. never prepares us for this question. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. I don't need to prepare you guys. You yeah. know. But but this is a meditational. Mm. Like really it's a question that gets to the core of, of, of the heart. Like really, just think about it. You know, what comes out of you when you are when when life squeezes you? First, you got to process what squeezing looks like for yeah. you. And when life really squeezes you, what comes out of your life? Viewers, is meditational. I want you to think about that question too. Wow. Wow, that's deep. <laughs> yes. That's deep. Isaiah, why don't you start? <laughs> <laughs> man with the wide ranging thoughts why don't you start what this might be the time that the man with wide ranging thoughts has very short ones but but I will I will answer to that um when my back is against the wall mm. um I step back I I've learned let me use the words I've learned because mm-hmm. this they are not natural. You go through it and then you learn. Um, for me, like right now, we were actually just speaking about this a few mm-hmm. minutes ago, mm-hmm. is um, I have to know when to let go. Mm-hmm. And when my back is really honestly against the wall, I have learned to sorry, just let go, be like, okay. okay. It's, I, I need this one here. It's beyond me. Because when I don't, I start fighting, mm-hmm. I lose. I lo- when you lose, I lose hope. Mm-hmm. I lose strength. I lose everything that comes when you fight and your back is against the wall is losing, losing, losing. Mm-hmm. Okay. You let go. You I let, let go. go. Well, for me, I, 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 used, to, I used to withdraw mm-hmm. a lot. I mm-hmm. used to just withdraw and don't face it, don't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. When life is, is just, I just withdraw to my cocoon. But then over the years, I learned that the more I withdraw, you know, postponing a problem is not solving it. Yes. So I cultivated the, the attitude of being optimistic. Mm-hmm. So I'm very optimistic. And I, I always go with the mantra of it's going it's to be better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing is permanent. So mm-hmm. I think my optimism helps me to, to move through, you know, that squeeze in life. And I think that's what I, I, I always carry. I try, I always bring, you know, that if, and, and I know for me personally, if I don't think about it like that, that it's going to be better tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'll wake up again tomorrow and withdraw. And yeah, so I'm, I stay optimistic. That's how I, mm-hmm. that's the, what is brought out when life squeezes me. Ezra, <laughs> mm. 
you what guys happened? you guys are very well put together no no you no, are no. all <laughs> trying to hey, go this, deep this, this, this is real talk real life guys <laughs> real talk real life this that's, is real that's, talk real life it's, man. it's ice buggy you're all that's, giving this the listen, classic answers the listen cl- easy <laughs> yes. that's the classic answer now we have a long <laughs> podcast <laughs> yes. we're about to go deep <laughs> let me say what i'm hearing mm-hmm But I'm here. Ah, yeah. I'm going to come to that. Okay. I know you're yeah. going to throw it back yeah, to me. I know. To, yeah. I know. But, yeah, but go ahead. Reflect. But, but, but you know what I'm hearing is, is conflict resolution or dealing with conflict is something that we, we still struggle with. Yeah. yeah. It's something that when I ask when you're pushed to the back of your end, you know, the, you know, to, to the back of right. the wall. And what comes out of you? What comes out of you is really who you are. As when your true colors come out. So, so the question I'm asking really, what's your true colors? <laughs> And you guys are like, let go, let God. <laughs> Optimism. <laughs> Bro, I appreciate all that. <laughs> I appreciate all that. But let me, let, me, let, me, let me be honest on my end. You know, um, I'm going to use specific examples for me. Yeah, let me go six feet under. You guys don't want to go six feet under. I, I've grown and been raised in a family where we are naturally loud. Yes. Naturally loud. Um, so, then my wife is very mellow. Hello, yeah. Very laid back, very quiet. You know, um, I never used to understand that. I think now I'm becoming wiser and I'm starting to understand that. So what I learned and I discovered is that I never knew how to speak without raising my voice. <clears throat> so when I'm pushed to the wall, uh, I raise my voice. Really raise my voice. When I raise my voice, it is an indication that there's a quote, it's an anonymous quote, that really when I read it, it just hit home. Mm-hmm. It says this, people don't yell mm-hmm. because they are physically far from each other. They yell because their hearts are far from each other. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I started asking myself, do I yell because of that moment? For whatever reason, my heart is far away from my wife mm-hmm. or whoever I'm talking with. Like I'm not feeling them, I'm not vibing them, I'm not understanding them. So then, so when I'm pushed to the wall, I yell. So when I realized that's not the right thing, I started shutting down. Mm. Now it's even became, over the past few months, it became, past, past few years became so bad that I can shut down for weeks. And then I could feel the tension. So I've been asking myself, how come I never learned to deal with this situation and I'm pushed to the wall? Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we hear cases like suicide. Yeah. When someone is pushed to the wall, because yeah. they never learned how to cope and deal with the situation, mm-hmm. the easy way out is to take their life. Mm-hmm. You know, all that. So I'm going to reframe the question. What do you do when you're pushed <laughs> the back <laughs> of the wall? <laughs> Hmm. I I I'll, I'll go. I think mm-hmm. not I think. I again I go back to because I've we are we are we are, we are a work in progress and yeah. I think for me I I really had a, I had a bad temper. Mm-hmm. And mine wasn't 
it wasn't um you know a form of uh, it was a form of defense mm-hmm. so i i grew up in a place where you either had to fend for yourself or fight mm-hmm. and for me the temper was a way of you know defending myself mm-hmm. so i carried this over the years and it was only maybe right before maybe i got married that you know i realized that you know temper doesn't but i used to when i'm pushed the wall mm-hmm. my temper used to go very high mm-hmm. and to a point where it would get physical mm-hmm. um so and and again that yeah that's that's that was my that was my go to and it was a defense mechanism mm-hmm. but more so coming to think of it someone told me it was really not a defense me- mechanism but when you raise your your voice or raise your temper when my temper was high i was now the aggressor mm. right so it switches from being the one the the, the victim quote unquote mm-hmm. to now being the aggressor so hearing those words made me change how i i deal with the squeeze of life but yeah that was me i used to my temper you know i go anger it could be breaking things and stuff like that hmm. okay Hey, Ezra, man, this is a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> right. I said it's a meditational session, man. We're, no, that, we're yeah, going to meditate. Right, we're going to yeah. go back to our childhood. Mm-hmm. Let's process those things. Because mm-hmm. I think who we are today is a sum total of our environment, yeah. of, of everything we've gone through, we've come through. And I think the people who just sit and look at you as a therapist, like, mm-hmm. look at this guy who's, who's seen it all. Like, look at this guy who's a pastor, who's a preacher, and think that we got it all together. Right. You know, and they can't relate. They can't come to that story. There, there's so many people who are struggling. Yeah. You know, so how do we un, you know unpack all that? So and and, and before as I as it goes, yeah. I think what the the one constant in life is the wall. Mm-hmm. The wall uh, will always be. The wall there. will always be the there. Wall, how far you are from the wall depends on how you handle your, how you where you are in your working progress. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. But the wall will always be, be there. there. And one thing to that, like you said, uh, the put together part. You know they say as they say uh, every good therapist mm-hmm. needs a good therapist. Mm-hmm. And I'll say the same for yeah. every good nurse needs yeah. a, a good nurse good every nurse, good yes. whatever they need. Yeah. So we are all a work in progress. So mm-hmm. yeah. Oh man. Okay. So what I do mm-hmm. I I have a bad habit of um keeping quiet. Mm-hmm. Shut down. I I totally shut down. Um and to a point where you know when you shut down until you are living in your own world mm. accepting the reality outside but processing it in your own world mm-hmm. i think that takes you to a place where you are making executive decisions without interruption Mm-hmm. So I so then it makes me feel like okay I am not that far much pushed because mm. I don't want to feel like I'm against the wall because mm-hmm. like every person when your back is against the wall there's a degree of anger in there yeah mm-hmm. because you're blaming something or someone for the reason for the basis of your situation mm-hmm. yeah um so I do withdraw I'm not going to lie I do that and even now <laughs> but it has gotten much better. Yeah. I used to turn off my phone. Mm-hmm. You turn off if when when you you just cut everybody off. Yes, just turn it off. Nobody can reach you. Nobody can reach me. Six years ago mm-hmm. 
people can tell you they used to not reach me for three, four weeks at a time. Fine. And what are you doing during that four, three weeks time? Like what are you doing at that time? Building anger. Because every day you find a reason. When you're living in your own world, you find a reason why you shouldn't deal with it to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then you find somebody else culpable mm-hmm. or you feel betrayed. Mm-hmm. Most, of the re- most of the times that when our backs are against the wall, mm-hmm. we feel betrayed. Mm-hmm. Even in situations that we created our own self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of anger. You know, there's a lot of misconception of reality. Because mm-hmm. many times when I've come to have conversations with people, I find myself to have been the one who saw it or took it the wrong way. Mm. And later on, you also come to realize that you haven't been having conversations with God as you were busy building and laying the bricks uh, foundations in your own world. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so there's for me there's anger, there's withdrawal mm. and um I start revisiting the worst part is I start revisiting my past bad experiences. Mm-hmm. I relieve, not even revisiting. You I relieve, relieve those moments. I relieve my past moments. Now, I don't let it get there. Because once I start relieving my, my past moments, it's a gateway to opening pain that I only dealt with. The way I dealt with things eight years ago, is getting high and drunk. Mm. So when I start feeling that kind of pain, my mind st- starts to tell me, you know, there's a only yeah, way. There's a there's yeah, a way we deal yeah, with this. Then yeah. I'm like, whoa. When yeah. I'm like, that's when I withdraw. He's like, <laughs> this is when I give up. That's when I give up, and I'm like, I I need a better solution. Mm-hmm. So I think I skipped a big part of my answer, and then I gave you the conclusion. Because <laughs> <laughs> you all are trying to be diplomatic because, here. Yes, you, know, like, you know, yes. I, 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 no, but no, but those are, they're, they're, yes. they're, they're yes. true. They're true. Let's not justify friends. friends. <laughs> Let's not justify. Let's. Yeah, well, still, but but but, mm-hmm. but but in all honesty, I think I think that um, mm-hmm. I think we always like talking about the good character behaviors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know we have problems, mm-hmm. challenges, struggles. Mm-hmm. But how often do we take time to think why we even got there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how we even got there? Mm-hmm. You hear people like, "Oh yeah, broke up with my girlfriend, or we divorced." And you ask them why, and they have like some small reasons. Reason, yeah, they're like that doesn't add up. Uh-huh. They looked at you that way. Yeah, but really, it's because they've never processed. There's something deeper. Yes, but that's the you know so all that. So I think it's so now let's let's go back. We've we've unpacked ourselves. We've unpacked ourselves like some of those things. <clears throat> I want to say something about yeah. mm-hmm. from what I heard. Um, mm-hmm. I think we've I don't know how true it is for you Ezra. Yeah. Because it's true for me. When we are when our backs are always again when my back is always against the wall, mm-hmm. I always try to find blame. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I never look in I never look internally. You don't do an introspective. No, so I don't know about you guys. Do you ever yeah. feel like you there's always someone that's responsible for your anger? Yeah. Someone is always responsible for your misery, right? Do you guys y- yes. have that? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The build up of anger comes because I think Kenan set me up. And Ezzy didn't help. 
because he should have warned me about the setup. Yeah. So in the, in just that sentence, you found two people to be angry with. Right. Yeah. And then you know, you found two people to be angry with. And funny enough, we were having this conversation with my friends and then I was like, "Hey, when is the last time we asked ourselves how did we get here?" Mm-hmm. Like whatever it is, even at work, I was actually talking to another another young nurse mm. and um um can I share that experience real quick yeah, 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 yeah. so I was talking to another young nurse who was telling me about the you know the experiences that he was having at work and it sounded like they were picking on him mm-hmm. okay and and that happens in every field where wherever you do <clears throat> sometimes when you are the new guy you get picked on it's you know it's the way you get initiated whatever you want to call it but at the end of the day I, I spoke with him and i asked him hey um as you tech don't just quit your job first of all yes you should that is professional advice if an environment is not working for you mm-hmm. walk away there's other environments i told him though mm-hmm. when you go home i want you to not tonight the night the following day ask yourself how did you be, get to a position or where you were being easily attacked mm-hmm. if you were playing football american football it will be running up the middle when you're running up the middle you are going to get tackled vulnerable, yeah. you're very vulnerable yeah. or when you're out up in the air trying to catch a ball mm-hmm. your whole body is exposed yeah. you are defenseless mm-hmm. and i asked him I want you to go think because that's what I do when any situation doesn't work for me after I've gone through my withdrawal, my anger, my blame, my tears or my just, you know, I do this comfort eating. I know my body doesn't look like it, but I do. <laughs> I do. You know, I have I go through the fast food and a big chocolate brownie. Um I I told him that ask yourself because that is a problem. Yeah. Because from listening to you, I can tell you a few things, but I don't want those to come from me. Yeah. Ask yourself, how did I become to a point where my coworkers are easily blaming? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you get here? I, th- I think you get there, I, yeah. And I think it's good to normalize when you are succeeding or failing. Mm-hmm. How did I get to this success? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did I get to this failure? Mm-hmm. How did I get? You know, if you don't ask yourself those questions. You 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 are likely not going to grow. Let me let me let me let me throw in a, another perspective here. Mm-hmm. How do you know that you're in a toxic situation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how do you know? Like there's somebody. Let, let me say you know. Maybe let me answer this. There's a day I was so resentful, so resentful. Like I was having. Mm-hmm. I had woken up in the morning. Mm-hmm. and i had been resenting and withdrawing yes you know and, and there's this situation i needed to deal with but i don't want to deal with it mm-hmm. i don't want to deal with it. so as i'm sitting through all that somebody show, sent me a text and this text i'll never delete it from my phone <laughs> really really helpful say this listen long after you think you've forgiven someone you can still have a hard feelings some indicators that you still have work to do are you keep thinking about the person who hurt you and you become resentful so you start constantly think about that person and then it goes you avoid them you rehearse the incident <laughs> mentally and in converse and guess what I was doing that morning 
I was actually rehearsing. Yeah. I'm going to have that conversation. <laughs> I was actually in the midst of saying, they did this. This was wrong. I'm going to confront it. This is what I'm going to say. This is how I'm going to say. And you know, in there, what I was doing? Also creating some stories that were not true, just to justify my whole story, right? Like, like, like my whole energy, my being mentally, emotionally, physically, it's early in the morning. I've not even done anything. Like that's where my energy is, you know? And, and that, that's the moment I realized, okay, I am in a very bad shape, very bad place. And I need to get out of this state and out of this place. So what are some of, the, you asked the question, you, I, I'm, I'm reacting to this, Kenan, because you asked him the question of, do you find yourself thinking, well, I think that's the, that was the question you asked, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find yourself thinking about, about blaming, and blaming the other person and so forth. So yeah, I, th I think, yeah, I found myself in the situation where I blame the other person. I rehearse the wrongs that were done to me. I blindside myself with one side of the story. I don't think the other side of the story. And I justify how well or how good of a person I am and all that. So, yeah, I'm with you, Ken. And I think we're cut from the same cloth. Yeah, because I think we, we, we always want to look good. In every situation, we always want to be the ones who have who, who look good. If, even, even in conflict, even in marriage. Mm -hmm. you know? <clears throat> when you have a confrontation, you, have, you, always, <laughs> you always want to be the one that's always right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in the, in, the real, in the real sense, that causes more harm than good mm -hmm. so so i think yeah i've had even at work at school i've had a, you know you have a conflict with someone but then when it's time for you to resolve or even if it's not time for you to resolve i'm sitting there and i'm i'm in my misery i'm rehearsing that i'm talking about if, and maybe if the other person happens, doesn't even know doesn't even know yeah, they're having a good right. time a life of their time you but you I'm are there. there in the morning I, did, I didn't even sleep but i'm still Tossing and turning, thinking about this thing, but so, but then that does just more harm than good, mm -hmm. you know. So, so let me ask, gentlemen, would you consider yourselves as people who are comfortable with conflict? No, not. <laughs> I hate conflict. <laughs> you hate conflict. <laughs> Is uh, conflict a bad thing? To it brings the worst out of me. <laughs> so generally, but is it a bad thing generally? No. And I, on, <laughs> in books, it's not a bad thing because you need, I think conflict sharpens relationships. Uh -huh. And I think someone say that if you, if you see yourself, if you see yourself in, in any type, any sort of relationship and there's no conflict, mm -hmm. then you should be worried. Uh -huh. Because conflict, um, or conflict disagreements, it, it sharpens love. Mm -hmm. So there has to be love for there to be conflict. Okay. So, so you're getting deep on us. Okay, yeah, philosophy. Yeah, it has to be loved like because that. I have to really. If, it is, if I if I don't fight with you, quote unquote, I really don't have much care for you, mm -hmm. right? I would care for you enough to fight with you, fight, fight for you, fight and fight for with you. Yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, conflict is necessary, but for me personally, it doesn't have, it doesn't bring out the best in me. So so conflict is not a bad thing. You just need to work on how to how deal to with deal it. Conflict. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so what's your take? Is is conflict a good thing? And how do you... Is do you, conflict do you, <laughs> the same thing as challenge? No. That's different. Um, for me, I would say conflict, um, it's a good thing. But I don't know if we handle it correctly most of the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like most of the time. More than not, you know? Like maybe if you're a seasoned veteran, you handle 
50 to 60 percent of your conflict correctly i don't know 40 to 60 <laughs> <laughs> i don't know, I don't know where the statistic statistic came from but this is a personal <laughs> one. yeah this is a personal <laughs> one this don't quote me well if you do just say according to according to don't say statistically it has been proven no, no, but no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> because yeah. for me when i try to avoid conflict uh-huh. because I'm a very emotional person. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. I, I can admit that here on air that I'm I'm very emotional person. Mm-hmm. And when you are a very emotional person, you get to a point where you have you develop in your adulthood you develop passive anger. Mm-hmm. Oh. It is it is that anger that can be expressed even in the acts of love but with the wrong motive. It's, mm-hmm. it's anger on reserve. Yes. <laughs> yes, you know. There, right? Like, if I don't want to deal with someone, I will be very nice just ha- knowing in my head it's going to be a very long time before I talk to you again. Mm-hmm. Like, we could be having a conversation like this and and you would not feel what I'm thinking in deep down inside of me. Okay. But then I would carry on from there as you said and keep rehearsing the things in my head and keep, you know, like yeah. That 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 is um and that anger just stays there and then on one day that all these things come together and I I just have a toxic state of mind. I don't know. It's um I'm still learning how to handle conflict. I'm still learning how to handle conflict. Yes. <laughs> so how how do you how, how do you do you call and this is maybe it could be off do you call like the conflict in you the the situation in Ukraine a conflict? I think there's levels to conflict. Right. But I want to stay practical. <laughs> a uh, 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 low level man we can't ask uncle biden right now and you you know you know we cannot get into all that but but i think in conflict in the past, i i think viewers the reason why we're having this conversation is i think most of us because we've never learned how to deal with conflict it is reflecting in our in our relationships with our children relationship with our spouses relationships at work yep. relationships at school and, and you're seeing a lot of broken relationships mm-hmm. because it's either a parent because they they've never known how to handle conflict mm-hmm. they will almost abuse the child mm-hmm. or or if if they've never they've learned they've never learned how to address conflict they will never chastise a child you know because they don't want to deal and be the offender you know mm-hmm. to that child offend mm-hmm. the child right mm-hmm. or, or you are in a marriage relationship or you are in a friendship and you're in a, a toxic friendship relationship but you're still hanging in there because mm-hmm. you don't know how to address the yeah. conflicts that are coming there <clears throat> so we are seeing people who are miserable mm-hmm. but putting a show of good friendship miserable but putting a show of good couples you know by dressing matching clothes and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. miserable and, and 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 the reality is that if we don't get to have this conversation really we are a bunch of miserable people gathered together and we make the world a very sad sad state and sad affair so i think conflict in my opinion is one of the things that is the biggest indicator of how well you are as a person 
when you're pushed into the wall, what comes out of you? When conflict ensues, what comes out of you? So, so, so Ezra, I'm, so, so my statement would be um, the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this, is, this is just a question for my education. Then. Uh-huh. When I say, or when someone says just really that conflict doesn't bring the best out of them. So from what you're saying is conflict should actually bring the best out of you. Sure, ideally, if handled well. If handled well. But it can also mess you up big time. And I think the biggest problem is somebody in power, people in power use their power. Instead of solving conflict like as human beings, use that power to abuse it and then you just dictate what should be done. So there's a fear relationship rather than, you know. So, I mean, let me, let me frame this question differently. I was in a setting and in this setting that I was in we were learning about uh, I don't think it was communication or something like that mm-hmm. and the, 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 the coach said something that caught my mind he said that you know when in a stress or conflict situation they used four F's you either fight mm-hmm. you either flight or, which is flee, flee or you freeze or you feed or you fornicate. Huh? <laughs> I know. <laughs> the fourth one got me like, huh? Or fornicate. The four, one, two, three, the five Fs when you're in a situation. <laughs> so, wow. So, uh, this is real talk. <laughs> okay. This is real talk. I'm about to ask, do you deal with the fifth one? <laughs> but, but, but generally, what would you say is your style of dealing with conflict? Is it fighting? Do you fly, flee? Do you freeze? Do you overfeed? Or do you fornicate? And it could be a combination of those. It's a combination for me. It's a combination. There are times that I I fight. If I feel like I am, um, what's the word? When you feel like, hey, this is mine, I deserve this. Or if I feel like I'm justified. Mm-hmm. If I honestly, truly, and feel like I'm justified, that's what I mean uh, Mean by I try not to uh, let my emotions run deep because I'm very passionate. Mm. Once I, I, if I emotionally grab onto something, it becomes a reality for me. So then I'll fight. If I feel like this is not worthy, I will run away. Okay. or I am not ready for this, or this is bigger than me, mm-hmm. I run away. Mm-hmm. When you feel like, okay, I'm big enough for this, in any shape or form, socially, mm-hmm. mentally, physically, financially, or emotionally, you you want to flex any of that muscle uh-huh. in that conflict. So let's talk about practically running away. Yeah. What does that look like? Withdrawals. Yeah. I so don't talk to you. You don't talk to me. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, when I see you, I literally just switch, go different direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with that conflict at all. Mm-hmm. I just flee from it. Can substance abuse be one of the ways of running away? Mm-hmm. That's the most common yeah. way of fleeing. Mm-hmm. Because but, yeah. you get to run away without running away. Because it physically and mentally takes you out it's of your, the situation. Uh-huh. 
So you 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 feel you're high, you forget the problem, you forget the situation, you feel that you're good, you go into another world. Yes. Yeah. Until you come back to your senses. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So and yeah. I wanted to add to that uh for me it's mm-hmm. it's a process. And I go through those all of those not all of those five but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll pick three all that I I'll, I'll pick three that I that friends, I go it is okay man and this is real talk I, I'll pick three. I know you're afraid of the last one <laughs> I'll pick three that I no yeah. but for me when mm. I when I when I'm in when I perceive a threat or I I see a conflict I freeze mm-hmm. cuz I'm like Israel really did you Did you just say that to me? Mm-hmm. Or did you just hit me? Mm-hmm. You know like that I'm like 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 a Will Smith right? uh, yeah cuz it was like whoa yeah I just got smacked yeah. that's yeah. me mm-hmm. like Israel did what did you just say that to me? Mm-hmm. And then I flee. For me the fleeing is I go now and sit cuz I I I stutter I when I when we are talking I can't really when you give words I can't, so you get I angry get, I get angry and, and then I you can't even stuttering. speak yeah the, so the 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 realization that is did you just say that to me mm-hmm. anger comes in but when anger for me when I'm angry I stutter a lot so mm-hmm. I cannot even put a sentence together uh-huh. so that for me is a cue to do what to flee. step out so I flee I go there and process all those words that I wanted to say they come to me now I should have said this to Ezra I should have said this to you know so, so then I come back and fight mm. right So it could be three days down the line say Ezra Manze what you did to me what you said to me was not good mm-hmm. but I want to now bring out the words that I mm-hmm. So now over the years I've changed the fight mm-hmm. into I like to resolve things I'm a big resolver I like I don't like I don't like conflict and when there is one I always try to resolve it okay So that's for me is it's the it's the process of I kind of pick on all three I am so happy because <laughs> because you support a team that loses i don't know how you deal with that <laughs> conflict I, fl- I, you fl- I can't flame there's highlights <laughs> he's, everywhere he's, he's perfected he's perfecting right. the art of yeah. you know dealing with that so, I, i i think that more and more as we engage with young people but is he is he what about you what's your what's your well, what, what is on toes with what, me? what, are, what are, how do you deal how with you your deal? f's what yeah. are your f's yes i think i've had phases of all of them This is real talk. We're keeping yeah. on. I've had phases of all of them. Of all of them. Okay. I've had phases of where you, you know, I fight. Mm-hmm. I have had phases where I f- I flee. Mm-hmm. And also it's contextualized. Mm-hmm. There are yeah. places where men, you know, I mean even if you fight back, are you going to fight back Uncle Sam? Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you just that. realize this fight I can't even <laughs> fight, but it's not worth it, right? So I'm so angry. Yeah. I'm so frustrated. I'm so mad with that. Like mm-hmm. like you know, I, and then you know culture too plays a role like like let, let's be honest man there, there've been moments where you know um cause culture teaches us respect your your elders respect you know all that mm-hmm. there are moments you feel like I should fight back but you don't know I don't know how to fight back yeah. because speaking to my parent might be deemed disrespectful yep. mm-hmm. you know it, just even being in leadership as a young person that is something I still continue struggling with because I could be having something to say but I'm wrestling because it might be seeing as you know I'm being disrespectful so am I shut down and freeze in that moment mm-hmm. cause culture cause 
status and all that stuff. So I I've had phases of all of them that I've gone through. Mm-hmm. Be honest with you, BC before Christ, you know everything was open. Yeah. You know everything was open to me is like yo, you you do what you got to do. You 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 know yeah. as long as it gives you temporal joy and stuff all that yeah. stuff. We've had all that phases. So I think that all of us as human that's why these is these are scientific actually uh response that have been studied. We all of us actually deal with issues like that. Wow. And I think what what I realize is that the problems we are seeing the increase in cases of suicide that we're seeing the 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 the, the, the pains that we are people are dealing with up here there's a lot of people who are frozen in their pain yeah. you know there's a lot of people who are listening and are going to be watching us but really if they sit down and meditate and think their state of being like we're either fleeing from something or we're either fighting a situation or we're either eating a lot and saying yeah I'm eating healthy nowadays three meals a day no 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 it's not because you're trying to eat healthy it's because there's a situation that you need to deal with and this is the way you're dealing with it's not all time you know all that stuff right um there are people where they become because again scientifically they say the fornicate part I know we laughed about it it gives you a feeling of release like what alcohol does to you or substance abuse does to you in that very moment that's why you see a lot of couples sometimes you hear couples when they have they have conflict they end up having sex you know they have not addressed the situation the problem but they think and that is that even sex because because what is sex in itself it should be like a happy moment that is full emotionally mentally spiritually all context but this has nothing to do with spiritual emotional and stuff this is just kind of releasing that anger yeah, yeah. in the context of that Very so that is where fornication comes in there instant, in that instant state gratification. instant gratification yeah. right so uh, i i think i i we all human beings get to deal with that so the question that i want the listeners so we want the listeners the viewers as we we just recount our situation we're meditating is man we are all agreeing that we have a problem mm-hmm. we have a problem mm-hmm. and we are representative of society how do we get out of this situation now that will be part two. how do we build on that but, but for now like really what are some of the dire situations after taking this conversation just in light of it just the stands out that comes out to you situation somebody you've dealt with uh, circumstance you know that that came to you let me let me begin this because i have one in mind recently i was talking to some young kids and people and i recommended the book think big by ben carson uh, gifted hand also wrote that and you know i was watching if you watch that movie carefully you see even as much as he was very talented you know intellectual black fast black surgeon to separate cogent he had an anger issue to a yeah. point that he took a knife and you know luckily it hit the belt of that young man but today we will not be talking of ben carson as right. the most gifted man because yeah. of that anger issue that he had like his 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 response was fight so if we don't deal with these issues we might not realize the full potentials not everybody will be lucky like ben carson mm-hmm. somebody else will literally actually right. kill uh, someone, kill someone right. and now your entire trajectory because you've never dealt with your anger you've never dealt with the conflict that you're dealing with you've always had instant gratification and that's how you've got it so ben carson got me thinking like man it was a split second between ben carson yeah. the neurosurgeon 
and Ben Carson, the bl- other black man mm-hmm. in jail. And it's, yeah. it's it's interesting as when you say that because mm-hmm. we um um we're in a country where they where I feel like most of us are holding on to a lot of anger. Mm. And if we had the opportunity to act on that anger, mm. almost all of us will be in jail. Mm. Yeah. So the system in this country is making people to really hold on to that anger mm-hmm. or actually saving a lot of lives. Mm-hmm. But I know in places where these the rules are not really followed or the rules are not lax, we've seen a lot of people taking that anger and actually implementing it to the to the most negative way, mm-hmm. killing Acting people. Out, yeah. you know? Uh, if it's substance abuse to the yeah. point of even killing it, killing people. So I think we, I think when, you know, they say they're holding the four winds, I think this, this country is holding the four winds, figuratively speaking, that I think if we, everything was let go, the passive anger, the mm-hmm. anger on reserve that people have yeah. would really take a lot of lives. I feel like we as in this country, mm-hmm. people are holding on to a lot, a lot of anger. Let, let, let me ask Aizu a question. Mm-hmm. Aizu, you say to you when you deal with issues, like you will cut off people. Yeah. Like you will just go three weeks, four weeks, your phone is off, it's turned off and stuff. Yeah. Like, like there's someone who's listening and, and they have this pain they've carried for years. Mm-hmm. What do you think the damaging effects of that, like literally, like, like in the long run are? I think for me... Um or let me let me better frame it. Yeah. When you think about your journey that you shared in the past, yeah. do you think that that way of dealing with issue and all that contributed to even your substance abuse or something? Yes, like? definitely because um, it it leads into depression, mm. and um, it also leads into uh, um, anytime you are isolated. <coughs> I think you lose touch of reality. Mm-hmm. You don't uh, process things as you don't you don't process the life as it is mm-hmm. um and um it's very uh, it's a it's a way of just watering anger mm. if if there's such a thing mm-hmm. if you want anger to multiply keep it to yourself mm. once you keep something to yourself you become the master of your domain mm and there is no master who is the small guy or the servant you want to you you to be, to be, uh, yeah. yes you want to be big yeah. so your anger becomes big and what you don't know is your depression becomes big too mm-hmm. so you are very low but with a very high attitude confusion mm-hmm. so and and to add to that when you're in that dark moment where you're you're hold when you, you feel like you have a sense of control, mm-hmm. like you're controlling it, but you're really not. Yep. It's actually controlling you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Which is why you see someone in a split second, they make a decision that will change the trajectory of their life forever. Yeah, yeah. Because they could not control that situation. Yeah. That situation actually controlled them. Mm-hmm. There are people are sitting behind bars now for a split. That's not who they are. No. In totality mm-hmm. of their life, that yeah. is not who they are. Yeah. But it was a split second of a decision that they made that changed the entire trajectory of their life. Mm-hmm. So, to Kenan's point, it just takes control over you. Yeah. 
rather than just like alcohol takes control of your life or any substance or you know all that so so will i be fair kenan if i ask say that maybe some of even the anxieties the depressions the situations the mental health challenges people have mm-hmm. could it be unresolved resentment that yeah. is just build into all that it could be it could be at and, and, and so there's medication you're going yeah, psychiatrist you're doing right, this but the yeah. things deep down your heart that you've never reconciled if even in a good psychiatrist a good doctor will tell you uh, dr karen will tell you that um once you resolve your the immediate thing that needs to be resolved resolved mm-hmm. the immediate symptoms mm-hmm. if it's depression the suicidality and all that yeah you still have to process that internally those those internal things mm-hmm. and that's where therapy comes in mm-hmm. that's why spirituality comes in that's mm-hmm. why those positive coping mechanisms come in because i think if you don't resolve them that's why we see when someone and as you know this that uh most of the people we know of we've served or, or worked with worked and supported with, mm-hmm. they say that when even in, a, in my in my day job mm-hmm. they say that once they stopped the medications mm-hmm. once they stopped that process of the therapeutic process mm-hmm. then it got worse mm-hmm. because they really hadn't resolved the internal Dash. things the, the things that inter- pre- uh, caused that that trauma in the first place so yeah you you have to, to at one point mm-hmm. you have to deal with those deep rooted mm-hmm. the cause I think uh, piggybacking uh piggybacking on off of what you just said uh, sharing my experience is in 2000 I just noticed right now in 2016 mm-hmm. when I became sober mm-hmm. I went back and some of the things that not some all of the things that I had to deal with began in 2002 mm-hmm. how many years back yeah that's uh, 14 years ago yes I went back because the identity crisis where did it begin in 2002 yes mm-hmm. right <clears throat> and isolation from family and friends or or the general you know public or on my norm mm-hmm. it began then mm-hmm. because if I could run away from everybody else then I was living my own life mm-hmm. if I could close out you know socializing with everybody else and just be by myself i was controlling that mm-hmm. i could be myself quote on quote mm-hmm. so those are habits that were picked up that got deeper and deeper and then i found out that i could be by myself under the influence of something mm-hmm. i could be by myself and push everybody out mm-hmm. i could be angry and then by myself under the influence of something i have found some sort of immediate gratification mm. and we carry these things yep yes the decisions that most um some people behind bars or or who have done regretful things like all of us not some all of us yeah were split second but the road leading up to that split second decision begins way down wow. the hill mm-hmm. by the time you get to the top of the hill and you topple mm-hmm. you've walked yeah. for that road like passive anger you've walked on it for a very long time mm-hmm. i had a conflict with a family member a very very long standing one mm-hmm. 
it was a standoff and it wasn't until i came to the realization that hey this person might not be here anymore just like we have lost one of ours mm-hmm. then maybe this is why don't we take this chance to resolve it mm-hmm. or if we can farm to if we cannot come to a resolution mm-hmm. why don't we then let go the resentment at least mm-hmm. then a resolution of logical resolution can come later yeah Well gentlemen just like that an hour is flown by. Mm. Oh man. Uh, we're, we're just processing man today's meditational. Yeah. As you can notice viewers we're not laughing a lot today. This is serious <laughs> stuff, right? <laughs> we were trying to take time to really listen to our inner inner person. And this is for ourselves. Channel ourselves, you know, the yeah. inner and and it it is for ourselves but we invite you to join us in the in channeling that because you could be building as as Isoy is saying you could be building into something that would just take a split second. You know the the anger that you 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 grudge that you're holding on to the you know the pain that you haven't processed you know or that the next episode we're going to be talking about you know can this be handed down can it be handed down generationally you know and what does that look like and what does that do so um gentlemen i think one thing we can all agree is that this work that needs to be done Uh, there's need of more moments like these where we're not just going, 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 going and where we're just actually stepping back and looking at life and processing through those things. How did we get here? And and I just want to, you know, uh, say this. Some people process things differently. Some will co- develop unhealthy coping mechanisms, but some will be busy doing everything that seems right. You know, for me, it'll be church. For me, it'll be volunteering in the community. But really, that's me running away from the problems. So let us normalize sitting like this and having real conversations. I think it's easier for us as brothers wait until the ladies come into the thing <laughs> <laughs> with our wives. <laughs> it's like, you, I know you very well, right? <laughs> yeah, what do you say? You know. But all in all, we love you all. You know, we just want to get there. So any closing shots as we finish this this podcast? Anything, gentlemen, before we finish this? Um, I'll go and then I'll let the, <clears throat> the wise man here go. <laughs> but, but anyway, on a serious note, I think uh, we started by saying when you're pushed to the wall mm-hmm. and we we've agreed that The wall is a constant. Mm-hmm. So what is that? What does your wall look like and how far are you from your wall? Mm-hmm. So look at how far you are from the wall or even if you're close to the if you're far away from the wall, keep doing those positive things. Mm-hmm. Not running away from the wall if it's a problem that's on the wall, don't run away from it. Deal with it. And if you're on the wall, you're close to the wall, and you're pushed to the wall, there is help out there. Uh, don't um don't let us lose you because you're close to the wall mm-hmm. there's there's more ways and more people that can yank you or push you gently away from the wall so reach out reach out to someone reach out to us if that wall is unbearable there's always help yeah that's um that's very important for you to highlight that um for me i I want to say that we are all a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, all three of us here, we are just a reflection of what's going on out there. Um, and um, let there is someone and there is 
um, a place where we can express ourselves, where we can learn how to deal with conflict, mm -hmm. where we have resources on how to deal with conflict that is going in between us, among us, and um, just like Kenan says, and I don't want to, you know, stray away from what he says, it's like, let, um, let us use what we have, because it's there. Mm -hmm. Even when you don't see it, trust me, it's there, because I lived to see to say that it's there awesome 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 we are going to be talking about how to navigate difficult conversations in your life uh, this is episode one we just wanted to start by just anchoring ourselves and saying man we first of all have to pull back reflect think then we can pick it up from there thank you all for tuning thank you all for joining like subscribe follow uh, and make sure you don't miss the next episode as this gentleman will be taking it to part two. That has been our time here at Amazing Truth uh, Ministries. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Amazing Truth Podcast. We hope you were blessed as you listened. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. God bless you and see you on the next one.